Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everybody. David here. I want to share with you a special episode today with my colleague Daniel Dale about one of the most important things we do here at CNN. Fact-checking. Anderson, this president is a serial liar, and he serially lied tonight. I counted preliminarily more than 20 false or misleading claims. Trump denounced so-called cancel culture as like an insidious left-wing thing. He, Donald J. Trump, has tried to get dozens of people and entities canceled, fired, boycotted, including literally last week, Goodyear. He said he imposed an order to give 10 years in prison to rioters. That's a maximum discretionary sentence up to judges in existing laws. His order just asked the government to fully enforce. And he said that Biden's plan would eliminate America's borders. No, just no, it's wrong. Oh, that's it? I'm just There's kidding. more. <laughs> I mean, wow. How much time do you got, Anderson? <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm Daniel Dale. I'm a CNN political reporter and a fact checker. That was a bit of my conversation with Anderson Cooper last week after the Republican National Convention, where I fact checked President Trump's acceptance speech. Today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I do and how I do it and then take you through some fact checks from this week. I've been fact checking every false statement from Donald Trump since 2016. I'm known as a fact checker. I just think of myself as a reporter, but instead of healthcare or immigration, my beat is the truth. Now, lots of people ask me, what's your process? How do you fact check the president so quickly every day? And I always tell them, it's not a magic trick. It's just that the president says the same things over and over. So when he says the same thing 10 times or 50 times or 100 times, some of these things he's literally said more than 100 times, I can whip off the facts immediately. We will build the wall 100%. I promise we will build the wall. But if I haven't looked at something before, it's not going to be an instant fact check. First, I have to decide, how do I fact check this? Is this a single Google search, or do I need to call an expert? Do I need to dig into old newspaper articles? Ask the Biden campaign for comment. I'm using all the tools reporters use, except for the purpose of fact checking. President Trump has what I think of as signature dishonesty patterns. In poker terms, this president has tells, things he does that at least hint he's being dishonest. Like when he tells a story in which an anonymous person calls him, quote, sir, I call them sir stories. At least something in that story is almost always untrue. And now I have farmers calling me up, sir, we love China very much. Please don't be too tough on them. Or when he says, quote, believe me, I typically don't believe him. And it's not good for me, believe me. Another of Trump's patterns is exaggerating almost every conceivable kind of statistic. So whenever I hear him cite any number, whether it's his ratings or a crowd size. I said, wait a minute, I made a speech. I looked out. The field was, it looked like a million, million and a half people. Or the number of immigration apprehensions or prescription drug prices. I give it a lot of scrutiny. There are also patterns in the kinds of stories he tells. For example, Trump loves to tell stories about big, burly, tough men crying in his presence. Very powerful guy, big, strong guy, with tears coming down in his face said, thank you, Mr. President, for saving our country. This happens all the time. But a lot of those stories are just not true. People sometimes ask me, do I ever get it wrong myself? And the answer is yes, sometimes. I try to make sure that I am sure 100% of anything I'm saying. It's really my worst professional fear to get something wrong as someone who holds themselves out as the corrector of other people. A lot of people are waiting for you to slip so they can try to discredit all of your work. But I still do sometimes mess up. 
In those moments, I just try to be extremely transparent, acknowledge the mistake. I think that if you show people that you're trying your best, you're acting in good faith, trying to get it right and admitting it when you get it wrong, they're more likely to trust you long term. So one of the things the president said this week was that, quote, the entire city of Portland is ablaze all the time. And that's just not true. Most people in Portland are simply going about their daily lives. There have been some fires set during the ongoing nightly protest there, but they've been relatively confined to a small part of the city, and they've been pretty easily put out. The Portland Fire Department has sent me a text message with all capital letters saying, we are not ablaze in Portland, and explaining that no fire during these protests has required more than one fire engine. So to fact check this one, one I just did Google searching, and you can read articles about how people in Portland are saying that yes, they are going about their lives and that the president and right-wing media are overstating what is happening there. I also got in touch with a CNN reporter who's on the ground there, Josh Campbell, a law enforcement correspondent, who told me this is a lie, this is nonsense. He went to Starbucks, shopped at a mall, and ate at a food truck that same day that Trump said the entire city was ablaze. Another thing Trump has been doing this week is amplifying a highly misleading, inaccurate interpretation of a coronavirus statistic. And he's been using the interpretation of QAnon supporters and other random people on the internet. They've been claiming that only 6% of coronavirus deaths or reported coronavirus deaths are actually people who died from coronavirus. And that's just not true. If you talk to doctors, talk to epidemiologists, even talk to people at the CDC, they'll explain that what they actually said was that only 6% of coronavirus victims had only coronavirus listed on their death certificates. Others had other things listed. But they'll tell you that that doesn't mean that those people didn't die from the coronavirus. For example, a death certificate could say, COVID-19 and obesity, or COVID-19 and diabetes. As we all know, people can live normal lives for decades with obesity, with diabetes, but then be killed quickly when they get infected with COVID. In addition, some of those so-called comorbidities listed on death certificates are things caused by COVID-19. For example, a death certificate could say COVID-19 and respiratory failure. Well, COVID-19 causes respiratory failure. So the presence of both of those things doesn't mean the death was not from COVID-19. That's all for me today. Thank you all for taking the time to listen. For more fact checks and the latest news, you can tune in to CNN or visit CNN.com.